Hi y'all, I'm Hazel. Hi, I'm Azura. And I'm Jamie. And welcome back to Clavity's Very scary. <laughs> Today's topic is scary. Hey, it's true. Wow. I think many people may be able to relate. Even if it didn't happen to you, it may have happened to your friends or family. We are talking about toxic relationships here. <sighs> Oof. Okay, goodness. and this is not just, you know, emotional mm. abuse in terms of toxic mm. relationships. It can also relate to physical abuse mm. that you may experience, not just with your partners, but your friends, your families, and all that as well. Mm. So before we begin, what are your thoughts on this topic? About toxic relationships? Mm. Mm, I have been both on the receiving end and, and also been the perpetrator okay. of a toxic relationship in friendships and in relationships. Saucy. Mm, I'm not proud of it, mm. but I have changed. But mm. this is how you grow, right? Yeah, ask my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, someday we need to have him as a guest, like right no, here. No! <laughs> or uh, Uncle Tan also can. Oh, no, no, that's worse. <laughs> what about you, Azura? Um, when I saw the topic, right, I was mm. like, oh. Right. Why, why, why? Okay, I've no experience personally. I hope lah, huh? mm. I could be the perpetrator. I don't know. I hope okay. not lah, huh? mm. But because I'm that person who... Apparently, I have like a tell me your story on my forehead, right? right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, it says it right there <laughs> in <Yeah>. eyeliner. <laughs> correct, correct. So, I always hear the stories lah. And I've been there for friends mm. and stuff like that. So, we'll, we'll share oh, about that nice. later lah. That's mm. nice. So, for me, I always like to think that I'm someone very positive And I like to think that whichever it may be friendship, relationship or even ties with my family members I try to give them my all but uh, like Jermaine mentioned I think I was on the receiving end a lot uh, in primary school <gasps> in terms of friendship Okay. Yeah, this friend who always bullied me her name is Rowena hey. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really or not? Is that really okay, her name? We cool now Yeah, yeah it's really her name We Ooh. cool now We cool now She's okay, she's okay, cool, okay, she's okay. cool. Okay, but do you want to share your experience or if you know of someone who has been in a toxic relationship? What Sidra means? Yeah. Oh. W- what do you mean when you said you have been the perpetrator? Oh, it's okay. Mm, oh, okay, I'm going to be very honest with you guys okay. and, and it's not something that I'm proud of and you know, when I was young, I was immature. I think insecurity played into a lot of right. it. Um, when it came to relationships, so this boyfriend that I'm with now, right? Yeah. I was with him when I was much younger. Ah, yes. Ace and, of part one. Ah, Ace of part one, right? <laughs> uh, Version one. Was he this size back then? No lah. <laughs> Whenever I'm not with him, he's skinny. When I'm with him, right, he's not so skinny. But <laughs> cute lah, cute lah. No, no, no. Sure, sure, sure. So I, I think at that point, he was my first boyfriend. And I didn't really know how to deal with like jealousy, insecurity. Right, right. I wasn't that confident in myself. Mm. So because of that, I became very controlling. Yeah, mm. I demanded to know where he was all the time. Mm. If he tells me that he's leaving and 15 minutes later, he's not home yet, I'm like, where do you go? 15 minutes, I search on Google. Like, it takes you 10 minutes to get here. What happened to the 5 minutes? <gasps> Things like that. It was really that crazy. And yeah, I was known as the psycho girl, basically. Hey, I think one day if you're no longer a regular DJ, right? Yeah. You can be PI. Eh. Huh? <laughs> no problem at all, man. You can calculate everything hey. and know exactly where this person will be. They earn a lot of money, you know. Yeah. Okay, I go. Consider. <laughs> but I'll share more with you in oh. just a bit but yeah I was known as that psycho crazy girlfriend it actually reminds me of a relationship I had in secondary oh? school one that hmm. I really treasured so you know last time very losing the Havana slipper right <laughs> I'm not even kidding, okay? <laughs> so me and this guy, we bought like this couple slippers. Oh, yeah. I tell you, I was so in love with him. And then one day, his slippers broke. Huh? Yeah, his slippers broke and then like, uh, there was this like rubber piece that fell out, right? Dropped on the floor. Okay. And he didn't pick it up. He just walked away. Huh? 
and I got upset. Uh, hello, this is 16-year-old me. Uh, please give me some chance, okay? As in because... This is toxic. Because this it's a couple toxic. thing and yeah. he didn't care for it. Yeah. So you were sad. Exactly. So I say, hey, this is our couple sleeper. Eh. The rubber piece drop out. But you still must pick it up, what? You still must bring home, what? Then he asked me, bring home do what? And I actually couldn't <laughs> give him an answer. So that was when I knew that, my gosh, I was spinning mm. out of control, man. Okay, not funny, not funny. Sorry. <laughs> I am also not proud of this, okay? okay. I'm so sorry, Sean. <laughs> hey, Sean, we buy you a new pair. <laughs> Send us your address. Yeah. Okay, so what exactly is a toxic relationship, right? This is a legit psychology expert mm-hmm. who tells us, Dr. Lillian Glass, okay? She coined the term in her 1995 book, saying this is any relationship between people who don't support each other, where there's conflict and you seek to undermine one another, mm. where there's competition, disrespect, and a lack of cohesiveness. In a toxic relationship, right, it's consistently unpleasant and it's very draining for the people in it as well. And it's just filled with a lot of negativity. It is. Mm. It is. So I have this friend. She was in this long-term relationship with someone from Australia. Oh. And I tell you, it's tough, you know. The first two months were good because she found that like, oh, this guy really, really cared for me. But after the honeymoon period was sort of over, she realised that this guy is getting way more controlling. But my friend, she's not someone who easily stands up for herself. So she takes in all of that. And me, looking at her, I feel terrible for her. Mm. They FaceTime to sleep. Like I believe I've mentioned this. Mm. They FaceTime to sleep. I, I mean like they leave the FaceTime on when they are sleeping. Like. I, I've done hey, that. Yeah. Yeah. You've done that? So this is not a surf, okay? It's another one of my exes. Okay, and tell me about it. He was it. working in Singapore and I was working in Cambodia. Oh. Ah, so, my birth. I want to say my birthplace. No, no. Your birthplace wasn't born no, there. No, no. You live there. You live, I live there. there. So we would have to be on Skype, right? And if in the morning when I wake up for work, if we are disconnected, I, I would cry. Yeah. Then throughout work, right? This is so unprofessional, but we are on a call throughout the eight hours at work. Because we couldn't deal with a long-distance relationship. Well, hey, this sounds exactly like my friend. Eh. And Got is the guy... Right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. now that you're out of it, at least you realise yeah. it, right? Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think... Like it, that is really love for what, huh? Sorry, Aloy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, yes, yes. Love this episode. <laughs> Oh goodness, but were you more of the demanding one or did he also want this kind of relationship? Oh, in that relationship, we were both toxic. In my relationship with Asaf, only I was toxic. <laughs> it's the difference, like, I guess it's the difference. Yeah, I guess. I'm and so like, ashamed of myself. Like. No, 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 it's a learning curve, babe. It's a okay. learning curve. At least now you're out of it. Hey, yeah. But then, right, for me, uh, yeah. like Asaf 1.0 went through that with you mm. and Asaf 2.0 is still here, you know. Oh. Like, wow. This guy can marry you. Eh, Correct. Really. Eh. Really love one leh. Wow. You, you want to marry me or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. <laughs> no, no, no. So, okay, toxic relationships, mm. right? I guess how we can describe them, how they actually feel, they're mentally exhausting, emotionally draining, and even physically damaging sometimes. And these don't have to be romantic in nature. It can be a professional relationship with your boss, oh, with your yeah. colleagues, with your mm. friends, or your family as well. Mm. Hmm. So, have either of you been in a toxic relationship? I know, Hazel, you said that you were in a toxic relationship? Yeah, I was kind of like the perpetrator but now mm. I think I'm okay. In fact, I actually just ended my relationship with Jordan just uh, some time ago. My girls know about it already. I'm happy to say I think that wasn't a toxic relationship at all and we mm. ended things on mutual terms, good terms and in fact, we are still talking, checking out mm. each other every now and then. Mm. Yeah, and I'm happy lah but I wouldn't be who I am today without my past relationships, mm. without having been that toxic perpetrator to my other half previously I wouldn't learn I wouldn't grow to handle such a mature relationship now but why do you feel that you were 
perpetrating this toxicity? Um, last time in my uh, previous relationships, like I mentioned, the rubber sleeper incident and there were many other things like I wanted to know where they are, what they were doing, who they were with. But with Jordan, it's different, you know. We fully trust each other. Mm. We don't check out each other like every hour of the day because we know fully that we are both absorbed with work. Mm. It's mutual and we have also talked about this. If either of us cheats on um, the other party, then it's game over. Mm. Yeah, oh, No questions okay, asked. Okay. So I think having talked about this kind of issue, is actually a, a very good way to avoid a toxic relationship mm. because you know where the bottom line is yeah. for the both of you. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Understand, mm. understand. Mm. Azura, what about yourself? Have you found yourself in a toxic relationship? Maybe friendship? Mm. I think for friends, Azura won't be that figure. But maybe Ewa may see more of... <gasps> Wow, really very good. Leh. Every day I tell him, where the yeah. hell are you going to find somebody else like this? Oh my god! What? No, la, no. La. Uh, How about like, in the initial stages, you know, when you guys just got together? Oh, actually, mm. when a girl is experiencing her period, oh. sometimes she may do or say things that mm. she doesn't mean. Actually, right, for a very long time in my life, my friends have always called me, or my guy friends especially, they always treat me like a bro. La. Okay. 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 And everyone recognizes this as well. Sure. Very recently also, I was like, oh, maybe my testosterone's level a bit higher. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I think certain things I do is very guy behavior. Mm. I think just last week, my guy friend was like, hey, actually, huh, with other girls, I can always tell when they're PMSing or their period is near, but I can never tell with you there. Oh, that's, that's a, a compliment. Oh. That's a non-toxic friendship. Very oh. good. <laughs> but maybe because I'm just a bitch 24-7 now. <laughs> <laughs> but does everyone get jealous when you have like too many guy friends or you know in how the past? Okay. Oh. What, did you find that toxic? This jealousy? Wow. Maybe at some point I was like, wow, cannot like that lah, you know? What did but, you do though? Mm, not much, not mm. extreme, but in the initial stages of the relationship, right, I think it was very hard for him because I'm like this, right, and maybe he didn't expect this. It wasn't something he was exposed to or something that he was used to. So he couldn't understand this, like, concept of having this many friends, mm. having this many guy friends, having to see friends quite a bit. Yep. But mm. does he have female friends? Mm. Close female friends. I mean, don't say female lah. Friends as a whole, I can count one hand lah. Oh no! <laughs> okay, but, so question. Mm. If one day he starts to hang out with this female friend that he claims is just a normal friend, would you be okay? Actually, he got one friend like that lah. Oh. But I cannot say lah, because I know she listens lah. Oh. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> but yeah. you okay lah, you cool. I'm okay lah. Oh, okay, that's mm. nice. That's because you yourself also have your own like friends and stuff like that, right? Correct, correct, mm. correct. But now my friends have become his friends and okay. they've created a group chat without me. So. Oh! <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> but I think that's a very good example of a non-toxic relationship. You know, both mm. parties trust each other a lot. Yeah. And I think this is what it takes for a relationship to work. Mm, I really I... think it comes with age though, don't you think? Like when you're younger, you tend to be a bit more irrational. Mm. And when you're older, you're like, actually, I have nothing to worry about. Correct. Mm. Correct, correct. That's true. So what if this guy leaves me, right? Mm-hmm. I can be fully fine on my own. It's your damn loss. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Azura would say. Who are you saying that to? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> okay, but that is in the relationship aspect of things. Mm. But what about in the workplace or even in family? Oh. Actually, I feel that I'm quite a... Mm, 
sometimes I feel like I'm very, not a filial daughter at all at mm-hmm. home. Yeah, why, why I would say this is because I don't like to tell my parents what's going on with my work, especially if they are negative experiences because I don't want them to worry. Mm-hmm. Another thing is because I think my parents, they're very traditional. So oh. anytime I tell them something, the first thing they would do is to find out the problem in the things that I tell them and they scold me for it. Right. But is there a way of showing their care yes, and concern? You know? It's but the Asian thing. But yeah, I don't want you to nag me. Correct. I just want you to be there Listen, for me. I just wanted yeah, to know? tell you because I thought it was funny. Yeah. I just wanted to share with you. Exactly. Then but then suddenly, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. And my mom would always say, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> which means uh, the salt that she consumes is more than the yeah. rice that I take because she's living like longer, longer than I am. Oh. I have been, right? <laughs> but you yeah. eat so much salt, you know? Yeah, ma, not good. Yeah. But anyways, she would always want me to listen to her. Mm, mm. Mm. Even that time when I broke up with the rubber sleeper boyfriend, uh. I was so upset. <laughs> I tell you, at 2am, I sit in my living room, I cry. Ayoh. And then my mom, this is one of the first time I actually approached my mom and said, Mom, can I talk to you about something? Because uh-huh. I felt so hurt. And she sat down, she listened to me, and basically, she started to give me a list of like steps that I can take. Oh. Yeah, oh. but I think it really doesn't work this way. Right. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, in her mind, for my own good, she would, of course, want me to follow her. But I do think that this is a bit toxic, though. Mm. Mm, I feel. Me lah, me la. Of course, mm. I know she means well, but... Of course, yeah. Yeah. The approach, I think, could have been a bit different. Yeah, sometimes mm. I think, as children, we just want them to hear us out, you yeah. know, give a us bit. some comfort. Yeah. We're not looking for, like, that parental relationship. But in an Asian family, it's very difficult. Correct. Yeah. And come to think of this, if we become parents one day ourselves, we, we want to give our kids, like, a list of steps that they can follow mm. for their own good. Maybe, you know. We don't I want them to be... I think it's very instinctive, you know. Right. Oh, you tell me a problem, mm. you probably want me to solve it for you. Right. But I think a lot of times, we just want people to listen, right? Mm. Yeah. So that day also, I read something, right? Where this person was, like, saying that in my family, mm-hmm. when someone tells us their problem, the first thing we say is is do you just want us to listen or do you want us to do something? Oh, that actually saves like, a lot of relationships. Oh. And I thought, wow, very good, huh? Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm. That makes sense. That's you a very good question. my mother. She's busy buying crystals. Okay, okay. Anyway, okay. this applies to relationships and friendships as well. Yes. Not just mm. uh, within the family. I think that's a very, very good question to ask. I think in terms of friendships, I was part of a friend group that in Polly we were a very big friend group. And I love every one of them to death. Mm-hmm. But I think at that point, we were very codependent. Okay. Mm. Like, you never see each other for one day, right? Like really a feel like, yeah, I feel like I want to die, that kind of thing. <laughs> so in that sense, it became a bit toxic because everyone was in everyone else's business. And if one person, like, we didn't like what one person was doing we felt like we had the authority to call them out on it as though we are like saints you get what I mean and it happens to everyone got matching tattoo or no la no la just one step away from that no we, we cut the hand the blood ah, yeah. the blood oh, no, okay. no no just kidding <laughs> but because of that if you find yourself in a very codependent kind of like big friend group right maybe it's time to take a step back and see hey is there some growing you could do outside of it because right. I had left that friend group mm. when I broke up with my ex and I realised that actually in terms of my emotional growth it was very stunted oh, when right. I stayed there oh. yeah because you know that people at that point of time in your life but you're already 
older than that point. Right. You got to move I on. I see. Mm. That's great. So That's toxic great, friendships yeah. do exist as well. But I wanted to tell you this story, right? Mm. From a man on NUS Whispers. Have oh. you guys heard of that? Yes. yes. I'm from NUS myself. Uh, 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 have Bring you it. ever written? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so this is about um, his toxic relationship, right? Okay. So his ex-girlfriend was someone that was very controlling, kept him away from like his friends and family, I guess being a bit jealous. Mm. Okay. And she obviously, you know, had some mental uh, health issues as well. Mm. And every time he would want to break up with her, she would threaten suicide. Okay. Yeah. So, of course, that's never good. And obviously, it's never dependent on your partner to fix you if you are broken. Mm. You need to go and fix yourself first. Mm. Mm. So, what happened was that they obviously are having, you know, uh, sex and all that. She always insisted on not using a condom. Oh. He always insisted on using one. Okay. Eventually, they compromised on the pull-out method, okay. which is not 100% effective. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Then, she tested positive oh, and she was pregnant. Oh, so She man. wanted that. She was pregnant, but went through an abortion. Okay. She didn't keep it. Why you do this? But because of all this, right, I think he realised that he had to initiate the breakup. He had to really go through with it. I think being away from his friends and family and not having that support system Mm. and kind of like being controlled in every aspect of your life, it's not good for his mental health as well. But she wouldn't have taken the breakup, right? Yeah, she threatened self-harm. She threatened suicide and kind of like played the pregnancy card like, hey, you knock me up. To guilt trip him. To manipulate him into staying, Mm. yeah. So I think this is more common than we actually think. It's just that people Mm. don't talk about it Mm. because it's something that, I guess, in our society, taboo, Pisces to Mm. talk about, right? And that's why Mm. we are telling you about it here today. So question, did you think that they knew that they were both in a toxic relationship? Because sometimes people just don't see that, you know. In Chinese, this is what we call the tang ju zhe means people being involved in the situation, mm. they are blind ah, okay. to what they are. Let me tell you when I realized that my relationship was, or oh, my actions were toxic. It's not uh, the relationship. Who are the, with uh, the with this is actually 2.0 already. Oh, ASAP 2.0. 2.0. Still toxic. Ah. Actually, right, when he got back with me, right, I promised him I changed, but I did not change it. But I finally changed. Okay, okay. okay <laughs> so okay, now okay. he's changed or not? Now I changed. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Now I changed. But ask ASAP to verify. Need to know, yeah, he's really the MVP. I just talked to him last night about it. I okay. just said, like, actually, it's so much easier to be in a relationship when I'm not so insecure and right. stuff like that. And he said, yeah, like the last three years have been heaven for me compared to what was before that. But here's when I realised that I'm taking things too far. Mm. Okay. We were in Japan on a holiday, right? Okay. And I used to have this problem where I get very in my head about it. I need to check my partner's phone. If I don't write, whatever I make up in my head is worse than what right. I actually would see. Okay. It's not that I don't trust him. Mm. It's not that I think he's going to do something. It's just my head manifest these thoughts right. mm, so okay. we were in the hotel this was like maybe 7am and I decided okay I'm just gonna look mm, he's right? asleep he's asleep Okay, mm. I'm just gonna look mm. so I sat in the toilet and I looked and I looked and I looked and I couldn't find anything mm. not a single thing really not a single right. thing but then I went to his Instagram right? I just wanted to scroll on his explore page uh, I saw a picture of his ex explore page like, means he doesn't follow it just popped up on the algorithm and okay. I started crying I went hysterical and he woke up he was like what the hell? <laughs> and I said, why is she on your exploding? <laughs> and after that whole debacle, I realised, shit, I really went too far. Mm. Like, I need to work on myself. Correct. Yeah. Like you said, you need to fix yourself before you can carry on the yeah, relationship. It's very pun right? eh, really. I, I don't know why. I, think, I really don't know why. Yeah, I think 
actually confessions huh? harsh whispers okay, okay. I, think <laughs> I have done this as well <gasps> I have checked my partner's phone and yeah I never checked that. should I check huh no 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 no, 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 no. trust me because it's not a good feeling at all it, yeah. it really isn't like I felt shitty about myself mm, even though I didn't see anything but well what I did see though was that uh, he was talking to one of his female colleagues okay and the content that they talked about really made me realise how much he's not telling me but it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. I mean in terms of work like these things that you're telling your female colleague I would have loved to know as your girlfriend you know? oh. so because of that I got a bit sensitive I got a bit like you know is this our relationship falling apart and shit like that right. well, I hope he like, doesn't listen eh? but it's understandable know, right? I understand that you think? of course yes going through your partner's phone is a crap thing to do it Like is. you shouldn't do it and even as your partner you're like hey why you don't trust me right? yeah, yeah. but to see that and then realise that this is not something that he shares with you I don't know I would be affected too because mm. I feel like in a relationship or a marriage right your partner should be your best friend mm-hmm. if let's say if a man's best friend is not the wife and it's another girl mm. I don't trust it I'm sorry right, I, I right. don't trust it it makes me feel insecure because towards the later part of our relationship we were already talking less and less right and then I see this chat you're telling your female colleagues so much and they are like they sit very close together in office lah, that I know lah, and I was just a bit affected lah. but I do think that this is my problem instead of his mm. like I could have talked to him without checking his phone and maybe the solution would be even clearer and better for both of us Right. Mm. so I think Azura you are really a very confident lady yeah mm. I I really respect that and I think to all listeners out there I think by checking your partner's phone you have to realise that this is actually trying to fill out this empty void in your heart which I think can never be done yeah you need to really work on yourself first identify why are you feeling this insecurity is it because of your past trauma is it because Mm. you have trust issues from something you went through last time right yeah no one else can fix it for Mm. you but I also wanted to share another story Um, theme warning this has abuse in it okay Okay. so um, this is from a story uh, about Afika okay okay so Afika's boyfriend actually saw some old Facebook messages that she sent to her previous lover Mm. this is before they were even together currently right? right so it's completely fine right People can be in other relationships. But her boyfriend actually flew into a jealous rage and threatened her with a knife. Oh, you gotta be kidding. And Afika, this is not her full name, okay? Uh. She was actually um, three months pregnant at the time. And he said, I will make sure I end your life. (sighs) That's kind of heavy. Yeah, that's someone who needs help. Yeah, but jealousy really can make people do crazy things. Uh. This is very, very toxic. And I do believe that even before they have gotten to this point, there must have been some red flags that mm. Afika and her partner chose not to see. Mm. You know what That's I mean? That's true, yeah. Mm. Um, one psychotherapist actually said this, right? Snooping means you lack trust in yourself. Mm. It's not that you lack trust in other people. Because you feel like you are not enough. So somehow you want to go and like find something, you know? Right. Exactly. So this is how I felt when I checked his phone. I'm so sorry, Jordan. I just have to say it. Sorry. So Sorry, Jordan. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry Asaf. Sorry, Asaf. Mm. Sorry, everybody. We'll change, we'll change. Yeah. Change really, change really. Change, 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 change. <laughs> But okay, now we go on to how can you actually identify oh. a relationship that is toxic? Okay, so here are some signs, okay? Mm. Number one, there's a whole lot of drama. Mm. Number two, everything is about them. Uh, like uh, your poly friends, that group. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, number three, they constantly put you down. Okay. Oh. Mm. Number four, they compete with you. I'm not talking about healthy competition, that's mm. good. But if they are in a completely different field, they want the same things you do and bring you down while you're mm. at it, that's not healthy at all. Mm. Mm. So number five, they secretly copy you. Huh? What does that mean? Yeah. Secretly copy Secretly you. copy you. Uh. This is one step further than competition. Maybe what, eh? they really want to achieve what you have. That's why they oh. try to 
follow whatever you have done uh, in order to okay. attain the same results. Understand. And this is clearly very toxic. La. But people say imitation is the best form of flattery. La. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. true. That's oh. true. So, uh, <laughs> see, it takes a confidence woman to point it out right away. Thank you, Azura. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Okay, and they cross your boundaries. They are obsessively needy. They are jealous of other friends or you even having friends. Mm. That's just sad. Mm. Um, you feel responsible for them. They are hypocritical. They lie to get sympathy or to get what they want. And last but not least, you feel that something is wrong. Your gut feeling. Yeah. So if you are listening to this and you identify like some of these things mm. in your relationship, yep. right? Not saying that, oh, it's a bad relationship, break up. We're not saying that. Mm. We're saying you need to maybe identify, okay, who's the perpetrator here? Is Correct. it both of you? Is it one of you? And how can you actually work on yourself to stop these signs? You mm. know? Yeah. I think if it feels like, if you ever question yourself like, is it really supposed to be this hard? Chances are the answer is no. Mm. And you, you can come up with excuses or, you know, make up excuses to pass off whatever actions as oh but this and that but this and that mm. but I think at the end of the day if you're always feeling like it's an endless fight and an endless battle and it just feels like super uphill right and because you have nothing else to compare it to so you think like oh maybe it's supposed to be this hard mm. right. oh we'll tell you it's not lah it really mm. should not be so hard you're in this together lah. Mm. I think like what Jermaine mentioned just now, after you feel less insecure about yourself, mm. this relationship actually became so much easier to work with, right? Really, really, right. Yeah. yeah. You don't question what he's doing at every hour of the day. You know, you, you come back happy, just mm. share your experiences or, or whatever happened in the day with one another. I think that's exactly. a very, very good feeling. Yeah, and people always say this about Asaph, right? I mean, people like to, you know, gossip, rumours and stuff. Oh, Asaph is with you for your money. I said, no amount of money can... Mm. <laughs> can actually make him stay with me and I'm very very thankful that he was there with me for those years because you know I had stuff going on at home as well Mm -hmm. and that really affected my mental health Mm -hmm. but he was there not for just me but for my entire family he was mediating stuff for my entire family and that's that's crazy to put on someone you get what I mean who's not even married into the family but I don't know why he's really an angel. La. I really mm. think he's an angel sent down to like protect me. And, so I've yeah. seen Asaf before as well. He uh, came to pick Jeremy up and gave me a lift. Oh, oh, really? I have to say, he's a very nice guy. Like Even to uh, <laughs> Jeremy's friends, he's so genuine. You know what he said about that day when... <laughs> We fetched you, right? He said, I'm so not used to hearing Piao Tsun Chinese from the backseat. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like, wow, it's so accurate. <laughs> Fun fact, Asaf um, actually spoke Mandarin with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I know he's really trying. La, so. No, no, but he speaks Mandarin. <laughs> it's just that it's not the Piao Tsun. It's not the uh, radio uh, DJ uh, standard. Yeah. He's like, wow. So, what a refreshing change. <laughs> but yeah. He cute lah, he Thank cute lah. He, he, he good guy lah, good guy. He's yeah, good really lah. La. But okay, so here I think, right, is where if this is happening, I would tell you exit your relationship immediately. Mm. And that is when it comes to abuse. Yeah. Uh, physical abuse, right. yeah. um, especially violence. Yeah. I really think you need to leave. Yeah. Mm. Do you guys know of anyone that possibly was in an abusive, physically abusive relationship? Please go back a couple of episodes ago where mm. I shared this poem. I'm not going to oh, share right. it again, but right. <laughs> you right. can go hear it there. Personally, like somebody I actually know, no there, but mm. um, I've heard the stories when we do donation drives mm-hmm. Okay. on the station. So we have donation drives where the organisations will come forward and get us to sort of like 
drum up and get donations for them. Yeah. And a lot of times they will have a couple of profiles mm-hmm. or like their beneficiaries right. that we can speak to. And uh, we've spoken to a few and that's when I heard stories like this. So I think one in particular last year, it was this mother of four. And I think her kids were very young, like primary school and below. Mm. Got twins also. Mm. And then I think the story was that her ex-husband used to abuse her like physically mm-hmm. and in front of the kids. Can you imagine how traumatising that must have been for the kids? And I guess when you're married, you've got kids, or if it's a family situation, it's so mm. difficult for you to leave. Like, if your boyfriend-girlfriend, it's easier to say, you got to get out. Mm. But if there's so many things at play here, how can you just walk away? Imagine it's your parents. How can you walk away, mm. right? Yeah. And I think the scariest thing about this is that, as a child, right, these are the hands that care for you, you know, that right. feed you. And you see the same hands punching your mother. Oh. Wow. Yeah, I, I think it's really tough, especially when your parents are the one who perpetrate yeah. um, toxic behaviour, abusive yeah. behaviour. Mm. I think this is um, possibly a Singaporean shared on Reddit about mm, his okay. experience of abuse at home. Mm. So his parents are very mentally toxic. Um, his father is someone that gaslights, controls, right. threatens his every movement, demands money all the time. Mm. And his mother basically treats him as an emotional punching bag. Right. If she's not happy, right. he's the one that she takes it up right. on. And he fears going home. It's really that bad. Mm. He fears going home. He hates being in a house. His parents will break his looks like, you're ugly, you're, you're fat, you're, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, like, you're terrible, you're a terrible person. And this kind of, like, verbal abuse over the years and from some people that you love and respect, right, it can really put you in a dark place. So much so that this guy considered suicide. Mm. Mm, because it was really that bad. And if you're, like, below the age of 18, you yeah. can't walk away from this, mm. right? But you need to seek help. I think there is a proper way that you can look for help right. and not just continue to stay in this abusive situation. Mm. In all honesty, I think this is happening more often than we think. But because physical abuse is also a very paise topic to talk about, maybe some of our friends are experiencing it, but they would never tell us about it. I mentioned in, I think, season one mm. that uh, one of my friend's uh, moms, our secondary school friend, uh, mm. used to constantly tell her that you're damn fat, you're damn fat, lose weight. So much so that she became bulimic. Oh. Mm. So words really have a lot of power in them. I think it's easier to say Especially when it's not happening to you. But I just want to say it anyway because I hope someone out there sort of can just find it in them to understand that like the situation, right, no matter what it is, is really 10% and how you react is 90%. So whatever the situation is, right, it could really be the worst. But I think you have it in you to not let it affect you. Mm. That's very well said. Very, very good. No, and if you are a perpetrator mm. and, and you're listening to this, like, eh, maybe I am the one, you maybe know. Maybe you've accidentally, you know, uh, right. done something mm. that may cause hurt to the other party. Right. And this made you realise that, mm. well, I mean, really, go and seek help as well. La. I mm. mean, you just know that things do get better and... and right. I'm so proud of the, you know, progress that I've right. made ever since mm. I was I was young. I'm and so proud of you. For some reason, I think it comes with age. I just mm. told Asaf last night, I said, like, I don't have time to be insecure yeah. anymore, to be honest. I barely have time to think about myself mm. in these days. So, yeah, it comes with age. But if you do need proper advice, mm. you do need proper help, um, the Singapore Ministry of Social and Family Development, MSF, they have launched a 24-hour national helpline. It's called the National Anti-Violence Helpline. Mm-hmm. Right. And this helpline is for reporting family violence and other 
cases of abuse, neglect, mm. and it's Singapore's first such national initiative dedicated to calls related to abuse and violence. And the helpline also operates primarily in English, uh, with Mandarin, Malay, and Tamil-speaking professionals available if needed. That's mm. right. Um, mm-hmm. The number for the National Anti-Violence Helpline is one 800 This sounds like a, a TV commercial, right? Uh, <laughs> 1-800. But this is, okay, this is not a sponsored podcast. We have mm. to say we need to share this with you because this is a readily available free helpline, toll-free, yes. that you can actually go to and find someone, you know, that you trust perhaps to go through this with you. And obviously, don't call it if you're in that abusive situation and you know that mm. you will invite more abuse by calling the helpline. Go to a safe place. Right. Yeah, maybe a friend's place or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to share a quick story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Quick story about toxic relationships. Uh, and I think in this one, it's because it's really fire and fire. La. Mm. It was really fire and fire. So this is a friend of mine. Mm. A and V, yeah? Okay. Different A and V this oh, time. Oh, different, different. Mm. Okay. Guy and girl, is it? Ah, guy and girl. Okay. 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 Girls, A lah. Guys, okay. B. Okay. Mm. So I think they were, they were very toxic for each other. Okay. Mm. She was insecure. He fed into her insecurities. What so do you mean by fed into it? You see, yeah. Uh, okay, so... At that point, maybe they were in a relationship for like one and a half years, okay? okay. And A is my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm. And B was studying where Jermaine was studying. Oh? Where? NTU. Ah, oh, oh okay. Okay, okay, okay. <gasps> okay. So this was like maybe a year and a half into the relationship. And then because I had a lot of other friends there, mm-hmm. um, so they, they knew him as well. But I don't interact with him, right? And then one day, one of these friends said to me, eh, B said that it's an open relationship. Mm? And I was like, I've never heard this before. So this stupid mouth, right? Went to ask A. Okay. So but said, it's only fair, it's only fair. Yeah, mm. oh. If you hear this being said. Oh. Mm. So I said, hey, is it an arrangement where it's an open relationship? And she flew off the handles, right? <gasps> it was a committed relationship to her. Mm. Oh no. Mm. So she flew off the handles, right? For mm. the longest time, mm. I tried to avoid B. Oh, no! <laughs> okay, but, okay. So that was how their relationship was, you see. Because okay. he fed into these insecurities where he he was not as committed as she wanted him to be. La. Mm. And she is very insecure as a person, you see. she I think her self-esteem is a bit lower. Her confidence yeah. is a bit lower. So the peak of this story mm-hmm. is... One year, at the end of the year, I remember it was near Christmas, I spent almost every day with her because she was crying every single day. Mm. And what happened was, this guy had decided to go on a trip with his friends and told her two days before he left. Okay. And this is like unacceptable to her, Mm. right? And he was very fuzzy about the details as well. Mm. So he said like, oh, this is where we're going. This is who I'm going with, two other guys. And I'll be back for Christmas. Okay. And so that means the trip was going to be like one week, for example. Okay. Have you bought your ticket? No. I've only bought a one-way ticket. Why? Hmm? It doesn't make sense, right? Okay. The entire thing doesn't make sense. Yeah. So come Christmas, some big drama happened. Basically, like, he didn't pick up his phone. He just MIA. And she's going crazy here, right? So he didn't come back lah. Okay. Hmm? Because the initial plan, now that we know the story, he was going to be away for a month. And she just didn't want to tell her. Mm. So it happened like twice or thrice on that trip that he just kept pretending that he was coming back. But if you're not coming back, why did you even bother to put up a show to tell her that you're you're coming back? Right. You also tired, she also tired. Correct. Right. right. Quite asshole, uh, these guys. Really, really. Yeah. No, I want to say, you're quite the joke. What was I even mean? Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, it, it was just a very messy thing and she mm. was just crying she was terrible right and at some point i remember i think after he came back something happened and she's the kind something happened must go and find him straight away mm. no matter regardless of time regardless mm. you know so he she went down right away to see him at his place and he didn't want to deal with it lah so he just came down for a bit saw her for a bit and then said look i need to work tomorrow just mm go home and she was still there well I thought this was a bit asshole but he left her there went up and asked his mother to come down and deal with her wow mm. our producer just gasped <laughs> it's dead. and I was a bit like oh. huh? but it got very bad it got very bad that I think that night that same night she actually got admitted to the hospital huh? Huh? Oh. From, from what? Attempting. Like a meltdown, I guess. Oh, okay, okay, oh. okay. But you see, I think in this short story that Azura has mentioned, right, mm-hmm. there are already a lot of red flags that mm. I could identify, mm. but maybe not for girl A who has been in this situation like the whole time because mm. what they say, love is blind, right? Mm. No, but and I, that's why sometimes, right, it's not about the people in the relationship realising that, hey, this is abusive. Exactly. Perhaps mm. it takes someone else, a family member, a friend, right. or even a neighbour. If you hear like your neighbour, right, yeah. going crazy, hitting each other, you know, banging yeah. the walls down, and you know it's clearly an abusive thing mm. maybe you should also consider calling the hotline yeah. some some yeah. parents may say don't kepo don't mm. kepo mm. but yes we hear yeah. that a lot we, we yeah. really hear that a lot and as Singaporeans I think we're conditioned to like stay out of other Correct. people's mm-hmm. businesses right yeah. but I think when the time comes for you to take action we should be the one doing it that's right Mm-hmm. Okay, so if girls, you hear what sounds like beating, an mm. adult shouting, and children crying <laughs> from your neighbor's house, what should you do? Call, Call the hotline. 1-800-777-0000. That's right. And if a friend tells you about abuse that they receive from their husband or their wife, what mm. should you do? Call, Call us. The we come away. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, email at isclarity.co. No, violence is never the answer. Call the hotline. Call the hotline, okay? So any last words, guys, before we wrap up? I think what was kind of like a like a heavy topic, but mm-hmm. it's something that a lot of people experience. I think um, being in a toxic relationship, whether or not you're on the receiving end or the giving end, it's always a learning curve, you know. You can always step out of it, assess this whole situation and think about how you can make yourself a better person. So don't put yourself down if you have been bullied before or if you have been the abuser, but really think about how you can make other people's lives and your life better from now onwards. Mm. I think that if you're listening and you kind of like identify some toxic traits, right? Here, here's the thing. <laughs> no relationship is perfect. Mm. No relationship will be perfect. And mm. it can be difficult, you know, for a couple of years. And I think a lot of a lot of Singaporean couples experience this where they go out to work and then the boyfriend works really late and the girlfriend's like, hey, you should spend more time with me and mm. stuff like that. I know people that are going through this and because I went through it, right? Mm. I tell them it will get better. You just mm. need to communicate with each other mm. and understand and really call each other out on these things. And make a conscious effort to change and it will not always be this bad even Mm. if it's with your family with your Mm. friends you just need to try your best to communicate but when it comes to a physically abusive point our best advice would be to remove yourself from Mm. the situation correct Mm. I think once it gets um, physical there's no excuse that can be made up for it Mm. 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 other than that I feel like if it's let's say it's verbal right let's mm-hmm. say it's verbal and it's a situation that you can easily remove yourself from mm-hmm. i feel like first of all don't let whatever people say get you down right. because 
you know, everybody's working on being more confident and, you know, being better versions of themselves. But once you allow these words to get into your head, right, that's when it really messes you up, you know. Mm. And I know for a lot of people as well, especially with Asian parents, sometimes growing up, they say things when they're angry. Yeah. Yes. And they forget, but kids don't. Mm-hmm. And they hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's on you to not allow somebody else to do this to you. Mm-hmm. Uh. There will always be people trying to hurt you exactly. through the course of your life. Exactly. You need people to guard yourself. People can say whatever the hell yeah. they want, but you must not let that affect you because you must. I think it's harder mm. to do it than to like say it, you know. Mm. But I hope you can just like look into yourself and just tell yourself like, you know what? Like school of you. Like at the end yeah. of the day, if I'm starving, you're not gonna feed me. Mm-hmm. I'm not answerable to you. I lead my own life, and mm. hence I will believe that I'm the best. I can do this. I will not listen to what you say mm. or like that law. Words from a confident woman. (laughs) Amazing. And you know, none of us here at Hush are perfect. We are all on our own journey to Mm. try to improve on ourselves. And it's a lifelong journey, right? So thank you for being on this journey with us. If you would like to share your stories with us, Mm -hmm. please feel free to do so, yeah. If you feel lonely, you feel like you got no friend, Mm -hmm. you want to talk to us, also can. Also can. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. You can drop us a DM on Instagram at itsclarity.co or email us at hello at itsclarity.co. So once again, thank you so much for listening. I'm Hazel. I'm Azura. I'm Jermaine. And see you on the next episode of Clarity's Hush Podcast.